Hey friends, welcome to Wild Confidence Podcast. I'm your host, Ainsley B. I'm so excited you're here today. During our time together, we're gonna hear some incredible stories on how to find, keep, and share your wild confidence in Christ. What's up, friends? Welcome back to the Wild Confidence Podcast. Today's guest is very special. Um, he is a... What do you do again? Oh, yeah. He is... What's your title, though? This is how we're starting. Um, My wife doesn't know what I do. <laughs> you do private equity, but what is your title? I am a, I work in private equity. That's all That's all we got to tell okay. people out there. My guest today works in private equity. I don't know what that means, but he tries to teach me and... How do you think that goes? It goes. <laughs> it goes. Uh, he... We each have a unique set of skills. Um, <laughs> sometimes they don't overlap, but here we are. We've still made it almost four years of marriage. Yeah, that's true. Actually, by this, by the time this episode airs, we will have hit four years of marriage. Mm. So let's hope we'll we make it, it in yeah, a few we'll, weeks. We'll see if we get vulnerable here. We'll see. All right. So anyway, as you may have deduced, deduced, that's right, yeah, um, my guest today is Mr. Justin Glenn, my husband. Hello, husband. Hey, wife, how are you doing? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> He's never been on a podcast before, and before this, it was just funny. He's um, Yeah, it's my first podcast. I was getting a little podcast shy thinking about what I was going to say, and <laughs> She said, just keep it light, enjoy yourself, and... And we're going to have fun. I'm going to have fun. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, so I'm happy to have you here. So I want to start by talking about... Um, I put a question on Instagram, pretty much asking what people wanted to talk, wanted us to talk about. And the first is our story. So we'll go through our story and then kind of hit some of the questions that were put in the little box. To set the the stage here for, as we go into our story, we're both sitting at a kitchen table in an apartment in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. This this apartment is actually the one I lived in 10 years ago, which we will get to in the story, but just wanted to set the little stage here so you know. Oh, we're also sharing a microphone, which I don't think is really good Who podcast. Who would have thought we would have been, sorry to interrupt my wife, it's okay. who would have thought we'd be living in? in Baton Rouge when we first met in Nashville. No one. Not me. No one at all. Here we are. Here we are. Um, Yes, so that said, let's hop into our story. We met on July 10th, 2004. Mm, 14. No, I think it's 13. No, it was 14. It was 14. Oh, okay. It was because we moved. Okay, okay. All right, 14. I'm not good at with the years. So we met, and we met on a blind date. Mm-hmm. Our two friends are actual, actually our two roommates. Mm-hmm. They met, and then they set us up. Mm-hmm. How would you describe our first date? Um, well, it was great. It was short. I didn't know. I wanted to keep it short. I said I... It was I, short? Well... Are you being sarcastic? It was four hours long. Okay. How, what, how, what? Short as in, <laughs> short as in. One of the in, dates that you go on that I, We met at like 9 p.m. So I guess you're right. It wasn't short. But I I was just getting off the road from work. And I said, I'm, I'm not going to, I don't know where this is going to go. We're not going to do a full dinner yet. Oh, it was like ill-planned, kind of. 
Yeah. Yeah. On my or part. like on the fly. It was on the fly. But not. But I didn't care. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so we went. Go ahead. Keep going. Sorry. No. So we just said, "What's better than than late night donuts from Donut Den in Nashville?" For all you people in Nashville, which is my favorite spot, I miss that place. Yeah, for um, sure. Picked up some donuts, went to a park, and just talked. Our date. Have you ever been on a cheaper date? Like our date cost you like three dollars. <laughs> Yeah, no, I haven't. Is that what sold you? Yeah. You're so cheap. If only I knew what I know now. She's not cheap, guys. Uh, uh, yeah, so we had donuts. And then we never stopped dating, right? They never stopped. <laughs> it's meant to be. Yeah, it was meant to be. So we started dating and... We fell quick. Both of us fell pretty quick, even though you kind of disguised your falling. Yeah. So I was, like, as soon as I came home from our first date, Lauren Elena, my friend who um, you may know, she was at my apartment. And I don't remember if Allison was still there or not, but both of them were spying on our date at some point, which was kind of fun to find out. But Lauren was there, and I remember walking in being like, oh, I'm going to marry him. And that was like the first time I'd ever said that about anyone. Dang. But yeah, you say dang, but if you remember on our first date, so we both have two sets of divorced parents. Do you remember what I'm, you know what I'm about mm-hmm. to say? You got it. Yeah. So on our first date, Justin said, oh, so theoret- theoretically, how would, um, how would we do Christmas? And we're still trying to figure that out, people. <laughs> no, that's true. But then you backed up, you're like, I mean, two people in our situation and you and you know you got a little yeah, bit nervous. Yeah, I, I, I did get a little nervous. I think it was comforting, um, and this can also be a bad thing in relationships when you you find comfort in your own. You feel like you got baggage that you're carrying on to, mm-hmm. um, but you don't feel like you're if you're worthy enough, or feel like you want to share that. But we were both kind of laid it out there, and we both kind of had some of the same baggage. Yeah. Um, yeah. And we did. It can get sticky though, because if you get codependent, or you get just right, you, you can get. You know, where you're just leaning on the other person too much. You're not trying to better yourself. But we, I think we were very vulnerable with our own situation and our own struggles from a first date, which was, I must spin all those donuts we were, we were <laughs> eating right at night. I don't know. <laughs> no, but it heads. was, yeah, it was, uh, it was a refreshing first date. Yeah. So then we kept dating and then, um, lo and behold. <laughs> well, I had plans kind of when we first met to move from my current job in Nashville. Um, I didn't know exactly where I was gonna move to join like a mergers and acquisitions group. And the best place to go do that with my company was in New York. So mm-hmm. as we were meeting, I was already had, had plans to move to New York. So I don't honestly think um, when I, we first met that it was, I thought it was gonna actually work out when, when I moved to New York, to, if I'm being completely honest. Oh yeah, you, you didn't think it was gonna work out? Yeah. Uh, yeah, me either, for sure. But I knew I had to do it for myself, and I would regret if I didn't do it. Of course. Um, And I I didn't have the opportunity to do what I was going to do in Nashville. So you go to New York, you interview for this job, and you get it. Mm -hmm. Same company, you just move over there. But, like, how did you know that it was the right choice? How were you, like, confident in that decision? So when you're in your mid-20s, or even even where you're at now in your early 30s, you kind of have to look. Whoa, whoa, you're in your early 30s, not me. You're pushing it. 
I'm not there Getting yet. Close. I'm not there yet. We don't need to let the listeners know all this yet. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> you get to a point where you, you want to, I mean, hopefully as, a, as, a, as an individual, you want to better yourself and you want to put yourself in the best position to grow and challenge yourself. So even if it's uncomfortable, even if it's uncomfortable. And I think that that's been, that was the biggest thing for me was to step into a position that is going to be really uncomfortable mm-hmm. and is going to challenge me each day. And it's going to be really, really difficult. Mm-hmm. but I'm going to grow. And it was. When I first got there, I said, what did I get myself into? I have a girlfriend. I'm in New York. I'm in a job. I don't know what to do. I was good where I was at. But then you just start to slowly realize that not everybody is way smarter than you. I think it's they've just been doing what they're doing longer. So the longer, so if you mm-hmm. level up, in a sense, and take a, take a chance on yourself, bet on yourself, get to that next point, it's going to be difficult. But over time, you, you'll see exponential growth in yourself. And then you'll start to plateau a little bit because you'll get comfortable again. And then that's when you have to reevaluate where you're at. Do I need to take another chance or whatever? But I think I would say it was, yeah, I was confident, but I was also scared as hell. Yeah. I was like, I mean, I'm moving a further away from all my family in Oklahoma. I'm taking a chance in New York. So there was a, I don't want to gloss over it. There was a lot of times that sucked that mm-hmm. I'm like, this is scary. Like, yeah. I'm but you got to kind of take a chance on yourself. Yeah. So you moved there and then I um, was trying to figure out if that was the move for me mm-hmm. or we were trying to figure that out. And I was like, I don't want to move to New York for a boy that is so like rom-com setting me up to get my heart broken. This is a boy that bought you donuts. <laughs> you did like, buy me donuts. Like two donuts. <laughs> two anyways, donuts. Anyways. Um, yeah, so then it was like, okay, do I move there? Do I not? And I was praying about it, and I was thinking about it. And I had been dreaming of living in New York since I was in high school, so I was like, this is a really cool opportunity, but I also don't want the reason to be for a guy. So I was kind of put in that weird position. Plus, you and I, still to this day, both of us aren't like incredible at communication when we're not together. Mm-mm. But I don't think either one of us, like, need it as much, if that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Like, we mm-hmm. don't need to shoot the breeze. We just need to, like, check in, and then we're good Yeah. until the next time we see each other. But whenever you lived in New York, that was a lot harder because we didn't know that really about ourselves yet because we were just dating and figuring that out. So we had to figure out if I was going to move there. And then we had a conversation in Madison Square Park, and it Oof. did not go well. Mm-mm. But I don't remember exactly what happened. Do you remember what happened? No. Well, I remember you're crying. I remember crying. <laughs> but I feel like it was, like, I was like, no, that's what it was. I kind of told you, like, you have to tell me whether or not I need to be moving here. Essentially saying, if I move here, I expect an engagement. And you were like, I'm still trying to figure out life. Yeah. Yeah. I just moved to New York, whatever. But you were also like, but I don't want to stop dating. I don't want to not be together. I just can't promise you an engagement, mm-hmm. kind of. And I was like, okay, well, I'm not going to move here and whatever. So that was kind of that conversation. But then the more I was praying about it, the more I was visiting. I remember on our anniversary, I cried. I thought you were going to break up with me on our anniversary. At that Mexican restaurant? Yeah. In East Village? Yeah. No, in... Uh, uh, West Village. Man. Yeah. Um, yeah you and, cried at dinner. Guys, I did she cry cries, man. 
It's okay to cry. For all you female listeners, it is okay to cry. Find you a man that just allows you to cry yeah. at restaurants. I did. I thought you were going to break up with me. This is a nice Mexican restaurant. She's try- crying over the chips and queso. It's true. Get this girl. And you were like, you were like, why would I break up with you on our anniversary? That would be such a jerk move. Yeah. I was like, yeah, you're right. In the city where you were visiting, and I would have to take you to the airport. Like, no. (laughs) It wasn't even logical. Not even logical. (laughs) Um, But it it was before. But you had already told me you loved me and stuff, so we knew we were at least that far along. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so I had been praying about it, and then one visit, I remember praying like. Okay, Lord, essentially, like, if I get a job in an apartment this weekend, I will know without a shadow of a doubt that I'm meant to move here. Fully expecting that that was not going to happen. Fully knowing how difficult that is to do in New York. Incredibly difficult. Um, And then, boom, it happened. In 48 hours, I had uh, an apartment within budget that was actually less than my apartment in in Nashville. I mean, granted, it was terrible but it was a roof and it was New York and it was in a great location and a job and so that was kind of how I became confident in that move in that prayer and kind of signs almost and like asking the Lord for very specific things Um, and then I moved to New York Mm -hmm. and you were the best part of that move but it wasn't specifically for you because I did have a job so that was cool that look at God. That was cool. And then a couple years in. A couple I years was, into New York, we, we moved to, I had another opportunity to stay with my company and moved to it was either Houston or Dallas to get back closer to both of our families in, in Oklahoma, and which is where I'm from, and her family in Louisiana. Louisiana. And yeah, so. So we took Houston. Chose Houston. Chose Houston, moved to Houston. We're in Houston for two years. Mm-hmm. Sweet Houston, I love you so much. And just, Houston was great. It was it was harder, I think. Um, it's harder when you're married and you're. I don't know how you felt about it. I kind of do, but it's harder when you're when you're over your 25, you know, mid 20s age, and you're married and you're in your kind of later age and in brand new city. You're trying to make friends. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, it just it's it's much more of a process. You have to be much more intentional. And then you're For sure. you're starting a new job. I'm slammed at my job and it's it can be um it can be really it can be really difficult to you just have to be intentional and mm-hmm. I, and you know looking back and I, I i would probably say i wasn't as intentional as i probably should have been with with um my time in houston but new york i don't know if that new york was pretty seamless i feel like we had for you for me yeah yeah so you had the experience in new york that I had in Houston. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll get to that for sure. And now, as we record this, we are living in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. So our relationship <laughs> has covered the country. We've driven, how many times have we driven across the U.S. north-south? I don't know. Couple, eh. Three? Three, maybe. Four? Yeah. Three or four. So we've moved around a lot. And whenever I put that questions box on Instagram, that was actually a lot of people's questions were not only about our story, but like, how are you confident in your next move? How do you, 
um, stay confident, whether that's physically, you know, to a new state, whether that's in a new job, whether that's in our relationship or in your relationship. Um, and what about confidence where you are now and where you are moving forward? So we want to tackle those things. Um, and in that, I want to circle back to my New York job. Whenever I first moved there, I was really confident going into it. <laughs> I think because I was like, oh, yeah, this job is from the Lord. It's obviously going to fit me like a glove. <laughs> <laughs> Psych. New York will chew you up and spit you out. It sure will, and it sure did. That's exactly what it did to me. Um, and that probably, I mean, I just nosedive, dove, nosedove, took a nosedive in confidence is what I'm going to say. How was your confidence before coming to New York and then when you were at that first job and then after that first job trying Mm -hmm. to regain your confidence? Like, tell me about that. Yeah. So I was really confident moving to New York. I was scared, but... It was more exciting to me than mm-hmm. scary. So I was pretty confident moving there. And then whenever I got into that job, it was like the rug was kind of pulled out from under me. And I just all of my insecurities, all of my weaknesses, everything felt very exposed mm. um, by someone who just, I shouldn't have given the power to do that. Right, I shouldn't have yeah, given anyone power. It's difficult power. when you go into those, I wouldn't say entry level jobs, but kind of an, a, a lower. Oh, that was definitely an entry. Yeah, level. I mean a lower level job at a even at a smaller company in New York. That you go from it's just a completely different world, and yeah. even if you have your mind right, sometimes you're like, "What? Am, why am I doing this? Why?" Oh yeah, I was just defeated. Like I just yeah. totally was defeated. So then I quit um because I couldn't handle it kind of or like my contract was up and then they offered to renew it and then I was like no no thank you I think is how that went yeah um and I just couldn't it was just it just really took me out so then regaining my confidence was really hard because I was kind of alone in New York City not that you weren't there but you were excelling in your job you were doing incredible you were making friends like you had you were so established and I was so shaken yeah and it was harder because I was up there six months to get somewhat established exactly and I had time to build a bunch of relationships with exactly people from our, the church we went to and from my co-workers who were you know a lot of guys that were my age and and so we I, were just dating yeah we were just dating it was different and um, I was still like crossing my fingers, hoping it would work out. I was pretty confident at the time that it would work out, but I was still like, you know, you just never know. Yeah. So I, so regaining that confidence kind of looked like me getting a new job and honestly having to fake confidence to do that. I had to fake it till I made it for sure. And then I think it helped. We got engaged. I don't think there's anything wrong with faking it until you make it, though. I agree. In a, in a sense of, sometimes you have to pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Yeah. And I wouldn't say faking it, but you just gotta you you just gotta 
gird up your loins and that's what that's <laughs> gird what old, your loins that's what old high school coaches say. <laughs> you're gonna gird up your loins and just get on with it but it's yeah. i think you did a good job of that when we were in when your second time around and you really started thriving and then we both decided the move would probably be better for us long term yep so that's in that time i was working in that job uh we got engaged and married mm-hmm. and we're hanging out in new york so you obviously grew more confident in our relationship why how do you think that went or why do you think that was i think it, had you not moved it would have been done i don't think i could have done it because i'm not the Agreed. best at communicating um and you're not even close and it's a pain to get up and down from new york and back so i don't think i don't think it would have i don't think it would have worked i um, agree unless i would have moved back but it, you know it 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 was meant to be and you moved up and we each had our own difficulties and i from a confidence perspective i think it was just you being up there and us being able to be together and enjoy the city and and you just fell in love with me <laughs> deeper and deeper as each day went by basically <laughs> <laughs> For the people that can't see this, she just spilled water all over herself. <laughs> drinking water. Because I was laughing. He said, basically. Um, okay, perfect. So, yeah. And then, I mean, we've kind of just been chilling ever since, essentially, with our relationship. You know, we're, we're pretty confident in that. And I'm pretty confident in that. You're pretty confident in that? I don't want to speak for you. Yeah. What yeah. wouldn't I be? I don't know. I'm just, you know, talking it out. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm confident in our relationship. I mean, yeah. I mean, we can, are we, we can get vulnerable. We can get wherever we want to go. But yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm confident in where we're at. Yeah, me too. Um, so how do we stay confident in where we're at? I guess is really the question. Well, I think for, for us, I don't know how everyone else who's listening. I think it is easy to. To do the bare minimum communication and not put your partner's needs first. Not necessarily first, but even, and this is, even this tonight, right? Like. Mm -hmm. This recording this podcast? Yes. Yeah. At first I was, and for the listeners, I was like, I was working out at the gym. I was thinking all the stuff I had to do. Mm -hmm. And then I said, all right, I got a busy, this is Sunday. So I I got, I got work and stuff. I got to get ready for tomorrow. But you have to consciously try to find ways to lift up your spouse mm-hmm. and this is something like that i think is, is great for both of us and it's great for you and mm-hmm. being being where you're at but i think me saying okay i'm going to find a way to serve my wife tonight mm-hmm. and you've done plenty of things you know in ways to serve me but it's just it's it's being more selfless i think is i think from a confidence perspective and i'm kind of rambling a bit but i think for you to have confidence in a relationship you have to have confidence in yourself. Mm-hmm. And I think that when our relationship was tough in New York, mm-hmm. you didn't have a lot of confidence in yourself at the time. A and, thousand percent. And I was very confident. So I, f- I personally felt like I had to kind of lift you up more. And yes. I think that's, that, is, that is definitely a, a responsibility of a spouse is to try to lift the other person up when they're down mm-hmm. and bring them up. But your job as a spouse is not to... My job is not to make you constantly happy. Like, you have to find your own happiness and self-worth and self-confidence as opposed to being self, like, being part of me or me being part of you. Yes. 
Um, and I wouldn't say it was ever at that point, but I'm just, I think when, if for people that are struggling in relationships, take a step back and look at, are you finding your source of self-confidence solely from your, your boyfriend, girlfriend, or husband or wife, or are you really trying to better yourself and find your confidence in, in Christ or people that aren't, you know, I don't know everyone's all the listeners, if they're Christians or not, but that's kind of where, where we've started. And, Mm -hmm. um, and then in yourself and and building yourself up and then making yourself a a complete person in the relationship. Yeah. I would definitely. Because there was times in New York and in Houston when you were doing much better than I was, and I was down Mm -hmm. and like in even just confidence in like not, exercising or doing whatever and I wasn't and it's it's a it's a mindset too of yeah. of stepping into you know being well-rounded and and growing your confidence yeah and I think you just circling back to what you said initially you're really good at anticipating needs like the needs of me <laughs> and I tr- am trying to be good at that so like example you doing this podcast tonight when you have a bunch of stuff to do or you getting extra chicken in your dinner because I'm obviously going to want some. That is honestly, that's the, I did um, want to do this podcast though. No, I know I'm just, I'm just, it was just an example of just for all the listeners. I, I definitely, I wanted to be the first person on this podcast, but <laughs> she said, oh, Gabby. Yeah. You're not going to be first. <laughs> no, I know you did. It's not that you didn't want to, but it's timing. Like yeah. it's, it would be easier and more convenient for you to get ready for the week. And I know that. And the only thing that's a bummer is that I know that the reason we had to do it tonight is because you're going to have a busy week. Then I'm leaving this weekend for the beach. Then you're coming to the beach and so on and so forth. So anyway, um, you're really good at anticipating needs. And I try to match that by like, you know, the other day or when I first moved into this apartment because he moved into Baton Rouge before I did. um, I did your dishes, right? So you wouldn't have to worry about that when you came home. And... Um, that's just another thing of anticipating needs, which I think helps with confidence in relationships because the more you feel understood and the more that you feel like someone's looking out for you and someone has your back, I think it's, it's easier to walk in confidence in that and in with the other person Mm -hmm. and just appreciate and say, thank you. The more, I think the one thing that we do really well is say thank you a lot for the different things that we do, even if they're small. Yeah. Um, so I agree. Okay, so I want to get. I, we should probably wrap this up, but I want to get to the questions from Instagram and some cards. Um, so one of the questions is: Was how do we deal with our height difference? <laughs> That's a real question. It's a real question, and yeah. it's a good question because it's tough. We got a good chiropractor on call. Um, so I'm like five three and a half on a good day. Can, How tall really are you? Can't really kiss standing up. <laughs> How tall are you? Tell the people. Six eight. Yeah. So on our first dance. Oh, that was so painful. It was, it was like a five minute song. Yeah. Um, and she and everyone's watching, so she feels like she needs to like look up at me, do all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Like two minutes into the song, she's like. I got I got to put my head down. I can't. My neck hurts really bad. <laughs> I had hair extensions in. I was looking up at you the whole time. We don't normally stand that close oh. when we're looking at each other, so that was painful. 
Um, yeah, our height difference. But the good news is is that he gets all the high shelves and I get all the low ones. So that kind of works out, right? No. Well, you get know. all the shelves and I get like two <laughs> little corners. <laughs> okay. That's correct. That is marriage. <laughs> I have more Men, clothes. y'all are not getting... It's the demand. Just... I, <laughs> I have more demand because I have more clothes. Okay. Okay, but think about... Okay. I don't know. Anyway, I tried just, to, something yeah, you recently. You just got a lot of clothes. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. All right. How would you describe me to other people? Mm, short? No. <laughs> um, I would say from an outward appearance, just great smile, great energy. Oh. Um, that was kind of what I first remember about you was your smile. Um, I think you have such a strong passion for others, um, which is... Part of the reason why I think you thrive so much in Houston because you were really in your realm of of doing doing youth group and, and working with kids and working with students and really mm-hmm. helping them understand. And so, if I had to describe you, I mean, I, I think one, you're you're smart, you're witty, you're funny, you have a great smile, um, but you just you have a strong passion for for others, especially young girls. Um, so yeah, That's about cute. me, how would you describe me? I would describe you as, well, tall if we're going physical. I know you were saying Obviously. <laughs> I mean, if we're going physical, I'm going to say you're tall. Like the other night we were meeting with our landscape guy and I got there first and I heard the door we open. We have a landscape guy, people. Okay. I said, is that, is that a giant man coming in? <laughs> he said, yes. I said, okay, that's my husband. <laughs> it's great for concerts. Yeah. But not for the people behind me. I was going to say, for the people behind you. So anyway, yes, that physically, yes, obviously tall, cute, blonde, super cute. Keep coming. I need this confidence. <laughs> no, so it's kind of nice when someone else Come just on, gasses girl. you up nonstop. Come on. Um, but if I'm like in, you know, telling people about you, I'm talking about how driven and hardworking you are, which is great. But I love your character the most. Like I love your character more than I love what you how you perform at work or whatever. Like, I love that you do anticipate the needs. You are so quick to resolve conflict in a healthy way. You're calm when it comes to that. Um, You're quick to say you're sorry. You're fun. You're always, like, I like that we adventure together. We both love traveling. And what else? I know, and that's nice. Yeah. We should affirm each other more often, probably. Yeah. Okay. What has stayed the same in this relationship since the beginning? I think we've both operated very well as a team to this mm-hmm. point. Mm-hmm. Um, from the beginning, I think we operated, and maybe that's... I didn't have a ton of long, long-term relationships before this. Me either. And I think we've operated very well, which is probably something we need to make sure down the road we don't just turn into people that just operate well together and we keep the marriage and romance alive right because i we don't have kids yet so we just kind of coast sometimes it's easier right now but i think you can get to a point from what i've heard from people or it just becomes like a business relationship yeah but i do think we team well together i think we also i think we just we love to adventure yeah get out there explore I, think, I wish you were more more of a beach person. Mm, yeah, I'm not. Um, I'm really not. 
I think what stayed the same is like our arguing style, if you will. Like we've never been bad about it. So this is a good thing. I don't think we've been okay, I've been bad about it a couple times, but like okay. <laughs> no, yeah, we I feel like we haven't argued that much. We argue well. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We yeah. work it out. There's yeah, there's some times though. Oh, of course. Of course there's sometimes, but, I'm, but I still think we do conflict re- resolution really well. Yeah, yeah, we do. I think we've done that well since the beginning. Mm-hmm. I agree. Do you agree? I, I completely agree. <laughs> Maybe we should fight more. Coming from divorced parents, we both know how to manage <laughs> yeah. fighting situations. So That's true. Maybe we should find more. Let's test that out for our next podcast together. Yeah, there you no, go. No, we fight well. I'm just joking around, but I think we, I think I try to do a good job of saying this is just like really important. Like, do we really need to be fighting about this? <laughs> and then that's when I'm like, yeah, probably not. No, you do a good job of backing down off of like whatever. And then I think, but there's times when I, I get annoyed and I'm like, why am I getting annoyed? I think that comes from lack of communication, which could be a whole nother podcast. It's true. Well, I, I think that, I mean, I think communication, I think even us, we can definitely get better at communication. Sure. Anybody can get better. But I think Agreed. when you don't communicate, whatever, if there's no expectation, then you're going to have these resentments or other things that come up. Yes. I thought Because you didn't story. communicate. Mm-hmm. And I can't think of a specific scenario, scenario I can. for us. I can think of one. I can think of one. What? Okay. It's good. It's good. You're going to remember. So one day... I'm at work and I'm PMSing. I'll just be honest about that. This is my podcast. I can say whatever I want. Say it, girl. And <laughs> there was something in the freezer. Do you remember what it was? And I had been thinking about this thing all day, all day. And I get home from work and I open the freezer and it's not there. Or refrigerator, whatever. No, it was and the freezer. It was the cookie dough. <laughs> the cookie dough and if you would have and my problem was if you would have told me that you had eaten the cookie dough then I could have gotten some more on my way home Mm -hmm. but I had gotten all the way up to our apartment and it was gone and I was so mad yeah that was a fight I have a problem with portion control (laughs) yes but if you would have communicated to me yeah I ate the cookie dough, then I could go get cookie dough. <laughs> I know, but in my eyes, like, how am I supposed to know that this girl's been thinking all day about some freaking cookie dough? <laughs> oh, no. Buy another pack for yourself if you want it that bad to make sure that you're going to have enough. I would have loved to have bought another pack. Uh, no, you... I did. You sent me out to get another pack. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, last question. No, but communication is key. I think you... For I sure. think that we... I think every couple, no matter where they're at, can get better at communicating just because it yeah. makes everything so much more, so much simpler. It's Yeah. Last question. If we as a couple had a theme song, what would it be? Mm, what would it be? I don't know why that song popped in my head. but that's Say it. it. No. Say it. Stanky Leg. That's <laughs> not our song. That's not our what? song at all. I don't know. What? That's why I didn't want to say it. That's why I didn't want to say it, Ainsley. This is not our song. Golly. All right, back on track. It's not our song. 
you what's our song? Um, Other than like our actual wedding song, which was We Can Take the World by Johnny Swin. Yeah. That was our first dance song, which is so sweet. I love that song. Ooh, what was our <clears> song? <throat> what's our theme song? <sighs> Depends on the mood. <laughs> not stinky like though. This is not supposed to be this deep. All right, it's a, it's a, it's some Drake song. I don't know. <laughs> some Drake. You tell me what's your song. You tell okay. me. You answer this. I didn't get Easy. to ask any question. Easy. Um, the friend song. I'll be there for you. Yeah, easy. What? Justin, that's literally like all we watched in New York. Plus, it's like cute because it's like, I'll be there for you. Yeah, it's cute. I know. That's cute. Um, but it's Friends. We watch Friends every single night in New York. Every single night. Yep. And that's why. Got to see me over the city, which is really fun. I miss New York. Yeah, we should go back and visit. Mm. Okay. We're wrapping up here. I'm never going to let that down. Stanky leg. <laughs> no, you're not. Ugh. I cannot believe I can't either. I can't believe Some kids that. are probably going to listen to this like, what in the heck song is that? I've never heard of this song. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. That's the first thing that popped in my head. I mean, I'm... Because you like to dance. Yeah. For sure. I mean, I'm, I'm on board. I love the stanky Will leg. Will you do the stanky leg right now? No, I won't do it. I'll do it after the podcast. Okay, all right. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thank y'all so much for the questions. <laughs> this was. This is. It, we didn't really <laughs> I hope have didn't a real. Waste your time. We didn't have a real plan for all this. Um, if that wasn't obvious, but we did. But we we covered the basics. Confident. How to be confident in your next move, or what does that look like? And we talked about all the ways that we were confident in work, in relationship, in job. Yeah. Oh, wait. I already said job and work in moving that kind of thing. I think it's, uh, yeah, to close it all out, I think to be confident in wherever, whatever situation you're in, you have to believe in yourself and take those chances and obviously pray about it and see if it's, you know, whatever situation is the right opportunity for you. But, you know, it embrace change and take a chance and bet on yourself and see where life ends up. Because if you don't, you're going to end up in the worst case scenarios. You're in the same place you were before. So. Wow, that was a great way to end it. Thank you. See y'all later. Bye. Hey, thanks so much for hanging out today. I pray that you're able to see yourself how the Lord sees you, so you can hold your head a little higher and shine your confidence a little brighter. I would so appreciate if you would leave a review, subscribe, and share this with a friend. And of course, I want to stay connected with you. Find me on Instagram at AinsleyB. And my website is AinsleyBritton.com. See y'all later.